Hello, friends. Today is kind of a unique and special day because we are going to be covering Nine the Hermit. Now, I give you this little introduction instead of jumping straight into the story as I have the last three episodes and what I try to do, want to do for the upcoming episodes to just jump into the story. I love that format. But if you can, before we start, take some time to slow down. Take some time to turn off some lights and put yourself into a place of quiet if you're not driving or doing anything. But even if you're driving or if you're operating heavy machinery, please be safe. At the same time, it won't cost anything to take a couple breaths in that moment too. For this card is a card of solitude and quiet. We have gone over many things with these cards that have really ramped everything up. But in this card, we slow down. I invite you to get into the spirit of this card by turning the lights down and just listening to what the Hermit has for you today. Are you ready? In the deep emptiness, they take another breath. There is only silence. It is a rather comforting sound that always feels like pressure to them. It is so consuming that it feels like life itself has gone from here. To find themselves here took courage to meet. They found that the strength they had from before now could only be in one place. That place is solitude. Once they came here forced by sickness. Now they return again, but this time by choice. The lesson in the solitude offered, the solution sought. Welcome to another episode of Seeking Tarot. We are exploring 78 cards to find out the story that they can tell us about ourselves and the ones that we care about. Each card is dynamic and unique, just like you. What would you like for the cards to tell you today? My name is Snow, and I'm so glad that you're here. Hey everyone, okay, so, yeah, the hermit. <laughs> uh, traditionally speaking, in this card, you got a, a old man in a cloak holding up a lantern and uh, carrying a walking staff. Now, he seems to be standing on snowy ground or maybe mountains, for all we know. It's an interesting card. It's extremely simplistic. Or at least seemingly simplistic, right? Um, so I, I'm not going to be doing a lot of editing on this episode, and that's by intention. Generally, I cut the time down a little bit so that it's a little bit uh, quicker to listen to. But this episode really needs to focus more on allowing space, allowing the solitude and the quiet 
in between talking and to listening. And one of the things that I've learned about the tarot cards in general is the best thing to do is to be able to listen. And with this card, the Hermit, it is at a juncture, so to speak, of listening. Listening to what spirit has to teach us and what our own bodies and minds and hearts can teach us that sometimes we forget or neglect. So I, I wrote the story that I wrote, read you in the beginning about what would be the hermit in the deep emptiness they take another breath. And the point of that story is the is to get an idea of what it's like to be able to sit in complete silence, not just because you haven't experienced it, but to put you into that moment a little bit so you can experience it yet again. The reason that this matters is that a lot of times when we're trying to understand what it's like to experience the cards or to know what they have to teach us or to show us about our own lives, well, sometimes we have to walk the journey of that. And something that's been happening to me recently that I found is very interesting is I have been experiencing the cards as I've been sharing them with you that they almost have been reflecting in the very moments when I needed them the most that they were there to teach me something that I needed to learn. And sure enough, like clockwork, the hermit came along when I needed to slow my mind down because the changes around me were so intense. Now, when I was doing this card research... I normally research the meanings, but hermitism, or um, whatever the actual term would be for the hermit, is pretty clear that it means to just be solitary, right? But one thing that I discovered in this is that what does it mean to be solitary? I didn't really have an answer for that. I'm so used to having streaming music. I'm so used to having a computer around me, or some friends, or my girlfriend, whoever, and whatever, around me. But to calm my mind and to go into a place of solitude, even if it's only for five minutes in my room, is still a very necessary journey to be able to take to understand what it means to experience the hermit. Now, the card itself can teach us something very valuable about our lives when we need it. And that is that sometimes solitude is the only answer that we can accomplish. The story that I had given you guys had talked about the individual finding the solitude from sickness. And what I meant by that was coronavirus. When we all went through that, a lot of us had to go into solitary or, you know, being alone when either we were sick or we were staying away from other people that may be sick. And so that was a form of being a hermit, but that was forced upon us. At this time, or when the card comes up for you, that you're experiencing this card 
it's important to understand that this is an opportunity or an offering for you by the spirits to be able to take some time for yourself to draw into solitude, to find what lessons it has to teach you. Now, in my search for what it meant to be a hermit, to kind of get my mind wrapped around what it might be like for other people to do that, I searched YouTube and I found some interesting videos. There was a man that I found that did a TED talk on his experiences in Australia and how he had grown up abused by his father and the world was just kind of cold to him. And he found it so horrifyingly destructive and frustrating to be able to try to get into society standards that he ended up in his 20s, I believe, going out into the woods and living there for a year on his own to either find himself or to be able to, you know, just get away. And that was the only solitude that he could find. The idea of having a home within nature itself and being away from people is a somewhat attractive idea for some people and at some times in our lives, depending on what we're going through. When gas prices are so high and everything seems to be falling apart around us, it sure is tempting. When things aren't going the way that we would like them to within the legal system, and we're frustrated by the way that things are feeling, and the way that things go, it just feels like the world is kind of falling apart around us. And it's very tempting to leave. But escapism isn't the same as being a hermit. And this man, as he's sitting out there in the jungle in Australia, he said in his TED Talk that aliens came to him and, well, they talked him into going back into society. He said it was so matter-of-factly that it wasn't even questioned whether or not they were real to the experience or not, because that wasn't the point. The point was that he learned that he needed to be able to do what he needed to do and that he'd already come and accomplished what he needed to accomplish, which was solitude. And he'd found answers whether he'd meant to or not out there in the woods, whether he knows it or not. And he came back to society and he re-entered it and it was still just as cold and unforgiving and it was just as difficult, if not more so because he was older now. Now, I'll let you find the story for yourself if you're interested in it. Uh, he is a doctor, and he's done a TED Talk. It's pretty easy to find it on YouTube, I think. I'll see if I can post it in the show notes. If not, you can contact me if you want through my various channels. Uh, SeekingTarotOutlook.com is one way you can do it. If I neglect all this other stuff and you're interested. At any rate, the idea is, to me... And I'm making this just a really bare-bones type um, episode. And just really having a heart-to-heart -heart talk with you about how I feel what the hermit is really trying to say. And one of the things that I think about that is really imperative in this is that being a hermit sometimes can actually mean a little bit the opposite, I think. I have a feeling that in certain situations and with certain individuals, that being in society can be the very hermit mentality that you need to take. 
that it's quite the opposite of what everybody would consider a hermit. But taking a break from our normal lives, if we're used to being away from society, may mean to be in society. If we're used to being surrounded by society and we're terrified by the idea of silence and loneliness, then it may be time to be able to step apart for a little while and take some time for ourselves and, and reflect. So in whatever means that this takes for you to be able to reflect on what you can and should, if this card comes up for you, or even if you can just for five minutes, which is what I've done for myself for this podcast to understand this, this episode, I've really taken some time to feel what it means to be in a hermit mindset. So if you can do this and you can get to the, the heart of the matter, I think that you will find some secrets that are are buried deep within. Sometimes it only come to the surface. In moments where I used to call them toilet revelations, I get them when I was sitting there using the bathroom. <laughs> and, you know, I'm sorry, T- TMI, right? I apologize. But it came to me that I realized that in those moments I had the best and clearest thinking that I've ever had. And simply put, when I started meditating and taking time later on, that those moments became a lot more clear to me on command and that I felt a lot more secure in understanding who I am and who the world is around me. Now, earlier this week... Like I said, I'd had some moments where I realized that the hermit was teaching me a lesson around Tuesday, I think. And I've had a lot of changes come up recently and a lot of scary, scary things that I thought were real but were not. And I only realized it afterwards. I saw the world one way and it was so clear to me and so evident that I was mourning the loss that I thought I had encountered. But when I came to find out about an hour later, the loss had never occurred. And I was really confused by this. But what that told me in that moment that was so vital was that I needed to slow down. I needed some time to take to reflect and find my inner peace and who I am and the truth, honestly. The toilet revelations, just away from the toilet, (laughs) where I could find who I was. And so I started doing some affirmations for myself at that moment, and I said, I love myself, I love all others, I'm infinitely loved. I accessed that core affirmation revelation that I had. And I started blocking out the world and regardless of how I felt about what was going on around me and how desperate I really felt, I just said, you know what, the rest of the world can go and do whatever it needs to do. But for myself, I'm going to focus and love on me. And as I said that and as I did that, I got text message after text message from people. I got one from the one that I was concerned about. And I got others from people that I haven't heard from months about. 
And it was really a quite an interesting perspective and an interesting occurrence. And normally I would want to jump into that and I'd say, see what they had to say, what the person had texted me for. But in that moment, I did the very opposite of that. I just blocked out the world stronger and I took some more time for myself. And I said, you know what? I love myself. I took myself out on a date, so to speak. And I said, you know, I am the most important person in my world, regardless of whatever everybody else is doing. And so I challenge you, dear listener, in this moment, you are the most important person in your world. You are the most beautiful being out there. You need to know that for yourself, to accept yourself, to appreciate yourself, to forgive yourself. And you can do what you want with the information. This is not for me to tell you what you have to do. That's not the point of this podcast. That's not the point of this episode. And it's not what I'm about. But what I am about is sharing with you what has worked wonders for me. When I took and visualized myself being wrapped up in a hug, I had some of the most healing moments that I could ever feel and experience and encounter. And I hope that you can experience that as well. You will not get answers from every other person in the world that will give you everything that you need to know. No person has the answer. Nobody is a god unto you in the human flesh. There is only the being, the spiritual beings, and yourself, really, that can give you those kinds of deep-level answers that can come from meditation and solitude and contemplation with uh, what you have and who you are. And most of the time, at least from my experience, it only comes from accepting and loving myself. Now, a lot of people kind of think, and I've encountered this recently, that tarot cards can be a charlatan's act. Well, I can guarantee you the last 15 minutes have been anything but a charlatan's act. For the idea of wrapping yourself in a hug and loving yourself beyond all measure and to be able to say that you are enough and that you are good enough and that you are awesome, you are incredible, is something that is no fallacy, that is not fake. It is meant to give you inspiration and courage through some of the darkest moments that you may face and you may encounter. You're your biggest advocate. Your mind, your spirit, your body are all working very, very hard to make sure that you, the individual, is happy, healthy, safe, secure, and content. They're with you morning, noon, and night. You love other people, but this very thing that is taking care of you completely, all the time, and in every way that it possibly can, is truly your best friend. And so why not take some time to love yourself in some solitude and see what those answers are that are all around you just waiting to be heard and picked up by you. So I've gone a little bit longer than I meant to. And I really appreciate you all bearing with me. I hope that you're able to have gotten something out of this. And I appreciate you allowing me the opportunity to have some candor of what really matters, to me anyway, where I've seen the most growth. I've been hated by the world. I have been really kicked around. People thinking I'm a horrible person, not growing up with any friends. People thinking I'm weird and out of it, even when I was doing everything that they were doing. 
<laughs> Any and anybody and everybody can be judgmental, but it really takes a special person to truly love somebody else. And sometimes that somebody else, the only person that really is going to advocate is for yourself. But you know, when I started advocating for myself, I found that the answers were really all around me. Other people started appreciating me because I appreciated myself. And it didn't matter anymore whether or not anybody else loved me. Because I was content and safe and secure. And that truth resonated through me so hardcore. Well, I don't know how to express it other than that. It just was intense. Anyway, enough with the seriousness, as my girlfriend always tells me. Mm-hmm. Now, on this very special episode, that at least to me it seems like a special episode, it reminds me of my roots, of where I've come from when I started my journey within the uh, within the uh, pagan community, or whatever you want to call the the journey that I've been on, uh, the walk away from Christianity, the walk away from the old beliefs and thoughts that were not doing me any good, that were stifling me, keeping me back, and making me feel sick. And so in this episode, (laughs) I've actually got a special surprise for you all because I got to a place where I decided that I wanted to pick up a deck of my old cards, my first set of cards that I ever was able to get a hold of and that I absolutely fell in love. I used them for a couple of years and they were the uh, the foundation teaching blocks that gave me the opportunity to, well, have this podcast for you guys today. Now this deck is called The Raven's Prophecy Tarot and it's by Maggie Stifader. I hope I'm saying her name right and if I'm saying it wrong, Maggie, I am very sorry. And she's got a couple of decks, uh, this one and another one, and I don't recall what the second one is. It's a darker deck um, in in color, at least, and um, like I said, it's what I learned on. And the reason that this is special is because, well, it's my first deck, right? On the backs of the cards, they have a uh, kind of a black and orange background, and they are showing the symbols of a wand, a sword, or nothing, a cup, and a pentacle, but which is considered coins in this deck. Now, when you're looking at these cards, it is Raven prophecy, right? So it's definitely, um, definitely focused around ravens, but the um, the coins or pentacles, as other people call them is, uh, other decks call them, is uh, represented by roses. And those roses are uh, representative of hard work, just like the earth. The reason that I believe that she uses the roses as a representative of coins is because when you're growing roses, a lot of times it takes a lot of hard work and direct cultivation to be able to accomplish the beautiful flower. So the raven brings the message. Now, um, wands, obviously, are the fire element within this. And um, anyway, so yeah, I could just go on and on about this deck because like I said, I've got a, a really appreci- a great deep appreciation for this deck. It's, uh, you know, just 
It's given me great love over the years to, well, to teach me the basics and to understand what it means to, to read tarot. So I'm going to do this reading for you today, and I'm going to see what the cards have to say to you. One of the cool things that you'll get to hear on this episode today is kind of how <laughs> I take all the little things and I cut them out, but you don't you don't have to listen to all of that. Well, I'm not doing that so much today, so you get to hear. This is kind of an unedited episode, really. I did a little bit of editing at the beginning, but... Right now I'm just shuffling the cards and I'm taking some time to calm my mind down. I'm giving you guys an opportunity to sense a little bit deeper into my see a little bit deeper into my into my world how I do these episodes. And usually I drone on and on and I'll say some stupid crazy stuff sometimes. <laughs> It's kind of like, uh, you know, actors, when they get on stage, they start saying uh, some goofy, goofy stuff, just to kind of stretch the vocal cords, right? So, today I've pulled uh, Three the Empress for you. This is a beautiful card. I like this card a lot because when I first took a look at it, when I, when I first learned about this particular card... It is a picture of a forest with trees. It's very non-traditional Empress card. Um, in the idea of looking at this card, you see Mother Nature all around, right? So, um... Entering into the card now, I uh, meditatively am entering the card, right? And so I'm looking around and I'm seeing what the card has to say and what I hear in the, in the background. There's a bit of, um, it seems like a changing... I see dusk, I see liminal space, I see a place of solitude, <laughs> I see a, a really interesting combination of animals, um, there are some animals that are going to bed and there are other animals that are waking up. And so this almost shift between one world and the next and the idea of it being a place between places of home and security but also quieting the mind and allowing for the opportunity of creativity to come into the space and to share with us what it is that it wants to share so that we can see things from another perspective. And so that is all for this, this card, the Empress. And again, if you've stuck with me this far, the reason that I've done this episode this way is to give you an opportunity to allow for just a real quieting of the mind and to allow for the 
overall message of the podcast to get to you without the editing to take away, to distract you from being able to really get the meat and potatoes of everything that could be offered. I don't know all the things that you may be able to benefit from. I listened to a little bit to figure out where I was at. I had to stop because uh, my computer was dying on the laptop, so I had to plug it in. And when I did that, I listened to a little bit of what I was saying, and I wanted to edit it. I wanted to cut out some of that. But I feel very compelled to share with you the entire process. So I hope that you can benefit from that today. And I hope that you can stick it out with me because I'll go back to a normal episode on the next one. I really want to give you guys some great content. I really want to make sure that I'm offering the best that I can. And I'll be honest with you. Recently I've taken some time to evaluate how I am doing in school and what the point of going to school and what I'm doing for a career. And I've decided that I think really what I want to focus on for a career path is podcasting. I love doing this so much for you all and for being able to offer some kind of hope and some kind of teaching and some kind of Something that can maybe just take away a little bit of the pressure of the world around us. And I'm excited for that. I'm excited to give you this unedited episode to really give you the depth of what is on my heart and on my mind. To embrace the things that are maybe not perfect to be able to say, but it's okay. This is the right thing to do. May you enjoy this episode. I hope that this is something that can bring you a little bit of peace and a little bit of solitude. Oh, would you look at that? I've been asked to do one more card form for you from the Raven Prophecy. Very interesting. There's something else that needs to be said for you to hear today. For you to find just a little bit more about what is going on. (laughs) And wouldn't you know it, it happens to be the hermit. (laughs) Oh, this this hermit card (laughs) happens to be a tree with a lantern inside. It looks like a very cozy setup. So since we've already done an episode on the Hermit and it wanted to bring itself back up around, I want to read out of the book a little bit to kind of give you maybe a little bit of another perspective from the author's point of view. This is out of the same book that comes with the deck. Uh, it's, the book is called the Illuminating the Prophecy. The key words are retreat, wisdom, and spirituality. I have a soft spot for the hermit. I think every introvert does. The hermit is someone who longs to retreat in order to better know their mind. 
Sometimes it is a straightforward pursuit of spiritual knowledge. A monk is the most straightforward interpretation of the hermit. But often the hermit is someone who doesn't even know what they need to know. They just know they can't discover it with all of the noise of humankind around them. Emotions often cloud the hermit's judgment. And the only way to eliminate the messier ones is to retreat into solitude. If your instinct is telling you you just need some time away from a situation, or if your mind is begging you for some quiet, the hermit tells you that you're not wrong. What's harder is when you don't feel that impulse. Because a hermit tells you that you need to remove yourself regardless. Sometimes you worry that the world will fall apart if you aren't there to tend to it. Sometimes you are entangled in a harmful relationship that you have been trying to fix. You know that to retreat is to end it. But in all cases, the hermit says you need to tend to your soul first. Give yourself a break. Close your eyes and listen for the wisdom inside yourself. And I will note on that that it is okay to be able to take a five-minute hermit break. I'm going to start using that from now on. It's the five-minute hermit break. I'm going to do myself a five-minute hermit break. (laughs) Anyway, that's just crazy. How did that card come up? (laughs) Oh, wow. Anyway, that trips me out. Yep, thank you, spirits. I hear you. You got some good words and some good advice. If I hadn't been listening all that while ago, a year ago now almost, or about this time, if I hadn't been listening to my intuition to tell me that it, that I should be doing this podcast on Seeking Tarot, all the things that have happened wouldn't have happened. Y'all wouldn't have been able to hear all the things that I had to share with you. But I took time to listen intuitively into the inner depths of who I am. This is going somewhere, and the spirits be thanked for what it is. Regardless of whatever else happens around, it doesn't matter. Because we're all intertwined and interwoven with each other through a story we are telling within humanity for the greater picture, the bigger picture of who we are. And someday we will be going to a place where we will tell this incredible story. I have no idea where the afterlife is, and it doesn't really matter to me. But I do believe the purpose of life is to tell the story. I think that that's really what the meaning of life is. Your story matters. So that's all I have for you today. Blessed be my friends. I look forward to seeing you again on the next episode of Seeking Tarot.